Radio. Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Going Greyhounds for Tuesday, August 22. My name is Kat Ernst and we are talking all things Greyhound racing here on Sky Sports Radio for the next 30 minutes. And joining me as he does each and every Tuesday is Tab's Jared Daffy. And Daff, it feels like it's been coming for a month, but we've finally got the Nationals this Saturday night at the Meadows. Good morning, Kat. Yes, for, for obvious reasons. Uh, it, it covers a certain amount of time, doesn't it? Obviously, the week off in between to give uh, the interstate is an opportunity to trial this time at the Meadows, and most of them have. So it all uh, finishes or culminates on Saturday night. We finally got the box draw yesterday, and I think it's it's definitely suited one in the sprint, which no doubt we'll talk about later. Absolutely, and we'll get into the guests soon, starting off with Marty Hallinan, who's, of course, got Zipping Vanessa in the New South Wales sprint final with Mini Finn. But just touching off on a few things here in New South Wales that have happened uh, around the grounds, obviously, uh, the sad retirement of uh, Simply Limelight was announced last week, Daph. Yeah, it was, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how he goes at Stud Simply Limelight, because obviously he was a Wentworth Park star, but he was a star in his own right. He had terrific form there. He's a tenacious chaser. And whilst we didn't see him on, on many other tracks around Australia, his form there was fantastic. I suppose that's a difficulty in this day and age uh, of when these really good dogs retire. Some of them find it difficult at stud, but you'd think the way that he chased, he'd be a Monty to throw a good pup. And speaking of retiring, the gap, Greyhound uh, winner adoption day was held last week as well, and 61 greyhounds here in New South Wales found homes on that day alone. Yeah, that's good news, isn't it? I mean, the, the gap, the gap program in each state has grown exponentially over the last two or three years. It's been very successful, hugely successful in New South Wales and Victoria to a lesser degree. Um, Queensland, but uh, actually, I was just commenting this morning, driving around the streets of the Gold Coast, I saw two greyhounds being out as pets uh, walked with their uh, with their owners, etc. This morning, so there's plenty of them around, and, and we both know how how ideal they are as pets. So hopefully that word gets out because there are plenty there that can still be placed. Definitely, and it is lovely to see them living their uh, best lives out in retirement. And one that you're probably not aware of, Duff, but this morning, uh, Greyhound Racing New South Wales CEO Rob McCauley sent a message out to participants, just uh, giving everyone the heads up that four New South Wales trainers have reported seeing drones over their properties in the last few weeks. So scary times ahead. Yeah, it's scary times ahead, Daph, and I guess it just serves as a reminder to everyone, keep doing the right thing, keep your heads low and be vigilant, and I think if we do that, then we've got nothing to worry about. That's exactly right, and I know I've spoken about this before, as have you, uh, in any industry at all, and this applies to any business, any industry, there are people who try and break the rules, uh, and thankfully, uh, they are dealt with once they are found out, so unfortunately, Greyhound Racing, for, for whatever reason, gets gets a bad tag with uh, with every time there's one of these headlines around because I think 99% of the participants are doing the right thing. So the rest of us keep doing the right thing and those who don't, they will be dealt with. Just going back to retirements, Kat, uh, good odds Emma, uh, who I had a little, little share in, uh, along with Jason Lincoln, uh, Brittany Graham and Ryan Pappenhausen was in the ownership of uh, Good Odds Emma as well. She had a comeback race at Wentworth Park last Saturday night, uh, six months off. Unfortunately, she fractured a hock there, which was nothing at all to do with a previous injury of Amanda Carpel, but uh, she has been retired as uh, as well, of course. She won the Dapto Megastar 
um, Group 1 earlier, uh, later on in her career. Devastating to see Daff, but hmm. uh, at least she ge- gave you guys a, a good thrill that night at uh, Dapto winning the Megastar and no doubt something that you'll, you'll cherish forever. Yeah, she certainly did, and uh, just uh, got a little bit of audio yesterday that said, uh, obviously, she's been retired now. Uh, thankfully, the break might not be bad enough that it needs an operation. That'll be decided over the next two or three days, but uh, she's going to live her life out at uh, the Lord's uh, kenneling area, and no doubt she'll be a hit at start if and when she comes on season. Motherhood awaits, so it'll be some very exciting times because I, I get this feeling that she was purchased by Andy and uh, the Punners HQ Syndicate with being a brood bitch in mind. And no why doubt. wouldn't she be? She's from yep, one of no the doubt. best lines in the country. So uh, let's get straight into things with the Nationals, though, starting with the National Distance. We've got Marty Hallinan on the line. But before we chat to him, just a quick comment on the market there. Daf Zohar Bale, $1.80 favourite after coming up with box three. Well, he wants to be drawn near the fence and he has drawn box three, Zohar Bale. I might whip down these, zipping Neutron 21. Days of Thunder, 12. Zohar Bale is the favourite from Victoria Box, $3.80. Fast Minardi, Tasmania at 8. Palawa King, NSW at 3. Apawa Louise, uh, the New, New Zealand performer, 101. Zipping Finesse, and we're about to talk to Marty. Uh, box 7 at $8. And Ballistic Ant from WA, 101. So Zohar Bale, not surprisingly the odds-on favourite, but... Uh, you know, his box manners aren't really sensational. He's going to be back in the field with Palawar King. So there might be an opportunity there for something up front to perhaps uh, break that field up and win. And that might well be uh, zipping Vanessa. What do you make of the market? I just think, uh, just initial thoughts, the disparity between a dog like Fast Minardi and Zipping Neutron. I can't understand why Zipping Neutron's $21 and Fast Minardi's $8. Yeah, Zipping Neutron did trial there the other night and was pretty steady uh, getting around there. I know his form in Tasmania, uh, sorry, South Australia has been terrific since he was purchased over there. It looks like uh, he, he possibly might drive through and lead or maybe Fast Bernardi will lead. Days of Thunder in box two, she'll be at the back. You'd think Zohar Bale will be at the back. Same with pa- Palawar King and uh, Apawa Louise showed pace when she won in New Zealand. Ballistic Ant. So the way it's all panned out, I actually... I think Zipping Vanessa is the one to beat because there's some possibility, A, she might lead or sec- uh, or she might be second behind the likes of Fast Minardi. Well, that's the perfect lead into us. Let's check out Zipping Vanessa's win in the New South Wales Distance Final a few weeks ago. Racing. Palawa King missed the start. Fast out was Bandit Jane from Punters Bandit Zipping Vanessa. And then came Ritza Piper, Corborn Magic, Palawa King as Wellback's been shuffled back to last. Passed by Zipping Kansas. Into the home straight. The leader Zipping Vanessa skirting wide. Bandit Jane in second. Punters Bandit third. Palawa King trying to make ground. A bump with Ritza Piper. The, uh, the inconvenience both. Corborn Magic going around the outside and back to the rear, zipping Kansas down the back and zipping Vanessa. It's got a big break at led by six lengths into a clear second putter's bandit into third as Corborn Magic, then Palawa King, but it's zipping Vanessa opening up in the home running and it's dashing away and zipping Vanessa far too good. Wins over maybe Palawa King rattling, rattling home. That was Palawa. zipping Vanessa at her brilliant best, winning the New South Wales distance final on August 10, a couple of weeks ago now. And joining us to discuss that victory and her heading forward is owner and breeder, Marty Hallinan. Good morning to you, Marty. How are you, Kate? Jared, how are you? Very well, thank you. You must have been absolutely delighted with that performance, first of all, in the distance final, because I know Minnie's always said that she's got a lot of ability, but those box manners let her down. And when she balanced up so close, you must have thought, well, we're on here. 
Yeah, it was surprising because she has been missing it. But when she got on the bunny, you know, she's got a big motor. And she she is a front-running stayer. So fingers crossed. Jerry kind of summed it up when I was listening. And then he took all my thoughts away. Then he, there's just no speed in the race. If she can get on the bunny and something does happen for the back mark runners, she might just pinch it. I, I actually texted Minnie last night and we had a bit of a text-a-thon there. And we both think she's a strong chance, to be honest. Sorry, Marty, um, but you're right. And the more I look at it, uh, she went round over the 600 there last Saturday night. Uh, she ran 9.14 early, which is pretty good, and an overall 34.49. Now, to put that in context, Zipping Orlando, which is close to your heart, well, he came out humming. I've never seen him come out like that. He broke nine seconds early, easily, 8.87, but he ran 34.39, so a little bit uh, or a length and a half uh, quicker than zipping Vanessa. That's a really good lead-up run. It's a good lead-up run. I think Minnie and John have got to in, try and keep her a bit fresh. Have a feel of the track to keep her fresh because mm. we need to be in front. We don't need to be missing the kick. I tell you, we're in trouble. And I guess it, it might just help her out as well. She's obviously been that, down there for the look. I know she has been to Albion Park as well, but it's only going to benefit her having been down there, the experience of travelling and all that as well. Um, coming back seven days later, just might season her a little bit as well for Saturday night. Yeah, exactly. Well, the Albion Park, I think Minnie just threw in blind because other races were on at the time. But I think she's had a really good preparation. And I think I think she's a good traveller. I can't use anything like that as an excuse. But I just feel, you know, we're at the Meadows here. Funny things happen. The back markers get held up for one little stride. Get to that, get to that home corner at the wrong time. Dogs get—they do jam, you know. I just, I just think it's a front-running race to be won. I really do. There's no doubting about that. Probably the race might well be decided in the first hundred metres if she could get to the front. And given what we saw at Wentworth Park, well, she ran 41.61 then. It was only a 15 start. So she can definitely run the, the time on the clock, Marty. And uh, you're right, most of those in the market are going to be at the back. Just getting back to the origins of it, normally we see the zipping greyhounds and, and your family in the ownership or the training of it all. But t- tell us the story how um, she she's one of yours, at being out of Shoshi. Oh, well, that's a story my friend Daryl Presswidge and another friend bought her to race. And she she was she was a pretty handy bitch. She run thirty dead at winning one night with enormous speed. And then she heard a stopper bone a lift go and we tried to get a right for him and never happened and they didn't want to breed and do all the the work. I said, Daryl, I wouldn't mind getting a litter or two. I said she's worth a litter or two and you wouldn't credit it, she's she's produced all right to be honest. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she's been a, a very good little brood for you guys. Um I'd, you'd, everyone would love to have one that could throw as good as her, that's for sure. But um, she heads into this week. You said touched on the fact that there's no speed. Box seven, what do you make of the actual draw, though? Uh, she is used to coming off the track. I've looked up a form. She's had to do a bit of racing from box seven recently. No, I, I look perfectly boxed in my eyes. I, I just think, if look, we all know, if Zoa Bale gets the clean run and takes off, he could probably definitely run it down. But... If you just get held up for that fleeting couple of strides and she's on the bunny, she, she can't run anything down. She needs to be on the bunny. It's just something she, you know, you're a chance at pinching a race like this. They're hard to win them group one races. Everything's got to go right. Yeah, they certainly are. Marty, can we just touch on Zipping Kansas uh, in at Sandown tomorrow night in the Superstays? He's been lightly raced this year. You've obviously got the greyhound back now, but he's got to take on like wildfire. That is not an easy assignment. 
not easy at all. Like two years ago, he was probably the the, the like wildfire kind of dog, wasn't he? He was winning everything mm. and just things went wrong and we got a bad injury. I said, Jace, we come to agreement, a bit of a change of a kennel. I haven't won a race with him. I'd have had a fall and a fifth, but I was over the moon with the run the other night. He really needed a blowout. Okay. And he ran home the same time on a very cold night, so a bale. I was, I was impressed and someone said, like, he missed the kick a bit. The lure got, when he took off, the lure got a little bit in front. I didn't see that. I was more watching him stride to make sure he was going right. nice. And I, I'm not confident, but I tell you what, if I can get on the bunny. Well, he's been around there in 41.27, which is just outside the record. I mean, overall, yeah. he's got a terrific record, but obviously he's getting to the tail end of his career. And his that, career, that other that's dogs, the trouble. Yeah, the other dogs forward. are airborne too. Like, I'm, I'm to the pensioner stage. I'm close to four-year-old, <laughs> but I tell you what, I just said to my wife, be careful, because I'm going to leave soon to head down there. And I said, this dog's feeling too good. I said, he's pulled up a tree. He's had one little slip. I've checked him. I'm happy. But I've got to, I've got to lead. I cannot run this dog down. If I lead yeah. and he runs me down, well, you know he's the best dog in Australia, that's for sure. He's no doubt been a frustrating dog at times because, as we know, when he started off, he looked like being an absolute world beater. But he's probably struggled with that form a little bit. But there's no doubt that the two-dog format, it's really going to suit him. Um, and you did mention that he comes up against like Wildfire. But just from your perspective, um, Marty, looking at a dog like like Wildfire, you must just be in awe of what that Greyhound can do as well. He's just a, a nice spectacle to watch going around, oh. and it must just be a, a thrill to race him in a sense. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm quite excited about it. I mean, I, I follow the dogs, watch them like everyone every night, but to do what he did at the gardens of Gosford and not just kind of one-tenth off the record. He was knocking three-tenths off the record. Like, Tanya Keeping is a real good bitch. They were, they were, they, they're hard records to break, and he, he, he demoralised them, didn't he, really? Yeah, no, I've, you... I've come up against no. him a couple of times in those 600s, and I can tell you, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's been stiff running into him. Mm, it is. He's a, he's a good dog. Marty, it's a production line, that the zippings. Um, there's hardly a week goes by where we don't see another handful of them produced on the track. Uh, is there one that you've got that's coming through the ranks now and you think, wow, he's, he or she's something special? Oh, I like I like the couple of ones with Mini. Young dog called Zipping Caleb, the one the Zoom top. I think he's got potential and strop. He's, he's running like 29, yeah. 26 around Richmond. We've got a nice look. It's not easy. We're breeding lots of dogs and we're having a real good crack at it, but we're enjoying it too. Um, you know, we just sent a whole litter of 10 to George Daly yesterday. Just a, hard to handle getting 10 pups into smaller kennels. We tried. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the Dalys are a big kennel and et cetera, like Mark Delbridge, and they take a lot of wheelers' dogs. And we've just got to keep getting them into the big kennels and deal with people that can handle the amount of dogs that we're trying to breed. It's uh, it's definitely a, a big ask as well. Uh, you've obviously got a lot of dogs coming through at any stage, so a lot of dedication goes into it. Um, one last one from me. I did want to touch on Zipping Remus. Obviously had no luck in the New South Wales Sprint Final. Do you know what Minnie's got planned for him next? When are we likely to see him in again? Well, he's, he come up with a little injury from the final. He hit the runner rail and got a deep little cut. And we kind of, Minnie said, we can't rush him back. You know, he needs he needs probably a month off just to... It's very tender, so the megastar's kind of out. So, to be honest, he's had a bit of a racing career so far, so, you know, four to six weeks off, I'd say he'll just come back a better dog. But 
I've been Simon Orchid rang me one day and I said he's potentially our best million dollar chance dog if he's fit and well at that time, you know, because I just love the speed and the acceleration he's got. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Marty, well, uh, you've got plenty coming forward, as is normally the case. Is the apprentice going down with you to, to Sandown? The apprentice, I'm doing this one, I'm telling you. I, oh, yeah? I, I, I'm, keen, I'm, keen, I'm keen to get there, I tell you. I, I did the trial last week, and I just... I'm not confident at all, but I just feel like Kansas is getting close to Kansas that we know, you know? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, for those who are unaware, that Speed Star Series is on at Sandown Park tomorrow night. So it's 12 match races and zipping Kansas in race two at 7.12. Got the red like wildfire, uh, the up-and-coming Starbox three. So looking forward to that, particularly uh, given what you've just told us about zipping Kansas then, Marty. Safe travels. Good luck tomorrow right. night. More importantly, good luck Saturday night, and hopefully we chat soon. Cheers. Fingers crossed. Thank you. Thank you. There he is, Marty Hallinan. Gee, they've uh, been wonderful breeders, rarers, etc., and trainers for many, many years, Kat. Definitely are. There's uh, there's none quite like them. And, and touching on, <clears throat> sorry, the speed start at Sandown tomorrow night, Daff, one important thing to note for those wanting to have a bet on the races mm-hmm. is it's not like in years gone by where there are the individual, um, I guess, events within a, a race where you just bet on the overall um, series. They are broken down into the specific head-to-head, so it does come up just as, if you're on the tab website, just Sandown Park, race 1 through to 12. So That's right. So yeah. that does so make it a see, little yeah. bit easier. You'll see those 12 head-to-heads, and then underneath that, there's there's a market for each of the three distances, uh, and, and obviously they're aligned with the, with the times fastest to slowest. So there's plenty of bed types there tomorrow night. It's going to be a good night's viewing. We'll take a short break, Kat, and then we're going to talk all things Townsville. On Sky Sports Radio, the traffic report. New land release at Fig Tree Hill. Lend Lease's new community in southwest Sydney. Secure your lot today with a 5% deposit. Search Fig Tree Hill. In Sydney at Wentworthville, Cumberland Highway approaching Dunmore Street. Truck breakdown blocking one lane. Truck breakdown at Holroyd, the N4 approaching the Church Street exit. Two lanes are closed eastbound. Brisbane, look out for debris on the road at Rochdale. It's southbound on the Gateway Motorway. Also in Newstead, works are affecting both ways on Elverland Street. Heard all of Dad's stories? Get him a new one for Father's Day from Dimmicks. Buy one, get one half price on over 50 titles for Dad. Father's Day is almost here, so get into Dimmicks now. I'm Luke Jumay. That's Traffic on Sky Sports Radio. Tab has same race multis on Tab. On selected meetings, you can now choose multiple runners in the same race with Tab's same race multi, where you can combine a selection to win with a selection to run top four to get more. For same race multis on Tab, download the Tab app. Not available to SA account holders and SA residents. Available on the Tab app on selected Australian thoroughbred and greyhound races. T's and C's apply. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Skipped breakfast? What'd you make of old grumpy people? Right? <laughs> oh my god. Was it that bad? We've all been in that position. And I know that feeling of disappointed and a bit rattled because you're like, oh gosh, I, you know, I think I did the wrong well, thing. Well, imagine there. if that was in Vegas. Yeah. And you had three quarters there. Maybe Traction they'd love after it. that. I don't know. Maybe they'd love it. Or they just know. go, mate, this game is sport. The coaches. It's Wayne uh, Banner. Yeah. What's wrong with it's you? It's Wayne Banner. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this Clint Eastwood look like? <laughs> The Big Sports Breakfast, weekdays from 5.30 on Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab.
Don't slow down this winter. Come and race away those winter blues at San Domenico Stakes Day with thrilling racing, a vibrant atmosphere and award-winning hospitality. San Domenico Stakes Day, this Saturday at Rose Hill Gardens. Book now at theracers.com.au. Blue Gum Farm introduces Sir Jarden. A Group 2 Todman stakes winning two-year-old by Super Sire Sebring. Coming off heels is Sajardin powering through the centre and Sajardin shot clear. Sajardin was an undefeated pre-Christmas two-year-old winning the Group 3 Breeders' Plate and the million-dollar Inglis Golden Gift. That was impressive, $160,000 Inglis Classic Yearling purchase. Good win. I just love the way that this colt really attacked the line. Sajardin standing at Victoria's Blue Gum Farm. The Kosciuszko, the world's richest country race, is back and gives you the chance to win a share in $2 million in prize money. To enter, buy a $5 Kosciuszko ticket at your local or on the Tab app. The Kosciuszko, tickets on sale now. New South Wales residents only. Ticket sales close 11.59pm, 6th of September 2023. Visit thecosiosco.com.au for details. New South Wales permit number GOCSC forward slash 1058. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Form Guide, brought to you by Same Race Multi on the Tab app. Combine multiple runners for bigger odds. You win some, you lose more. Skipped breakfast. What'd you make of old grumpy people? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Was it that bad? We've all been in that position. And I know that feeling of disappointed and a bit rattled because you're like, oh gosh, I, you know, I think I did the wrong well, thing. Imagine there. if that was in Vegas oh. and you had reporters there. Maybe Traction they'd love after it. that. I don't know. Maybe they'd love it. Or they just go, mate, this game is sport for coaches. It's just Wayne oh. Bannon. Yeah. What's wrong with it's you? It's Wayne Bannon. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this Clint Eastwood lookalike? <laughs> <laughs> The Big Sports Breakfast, weekdays from 5.30 on Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds here on Sky Sports Radio. And the Townsville Cup is the centrepiece of racing in Queensland this week, Daff. And uh, a quick look at the market. Harris Herbie, the $2.70 favourite. Gemma Daly's got two in the final, and we'll chat to her a bit later in the show, but she looks very hard to beat. Yeah, you're right down the page. More Peaches, four eighty. Young Rob, $5. The favourite is Harris Herbie at $2.70. Uh, Bolts Orson at 11 Plum Tuck at 15 Is your raver, 11 uh, The other Gemma Daly runner, Harris Sky, made the final last year, $4.80. And Dixie Gambles off the pink at $10. A very good quality race coming up this Friday night. Uh, we have Liam Murray on track for those tuning into Sky One and Sky Racing Active. And joining us to have a bit of a chat and promote the race is Michael Fusco from the committee and also Gary Heath, the president of the Townsville Greyhound Racing Club. Good morning to you, fellas. Good morning. How are we? Good morning, guys. Very very well, thank you. Look, the Southerners came. Some of them conquered there on Friday night in the heats, but plenty of locals also made the big one. The club must be thrilled with the result. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely thrilled. It's great to have uh, the top notches come up from down south, but we've got a couple of locals in there with a chance as well. And, yeah, I see Gemma's got the favourite again. She had Hara Sky, the favourite in last year's Cup. So hopefully, yeah, a couple of places better for for Gemma this year. I know the run with Hara Sky was, uh, yeah, one of the biggest runs I've seen at the Townsville track in a long time. That was last uh, Friday you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, in the heat yeah. last Friday, yeah, she was a little bit slow out and was back to last, and yeah, it was just a massive run to to rail up and yeah, get easier over on on, on the line. 
I think when she was beaten last year, um, she was favourite. She was a really short favourite. I think she had the outside draw last year as well. But, yeah, enormous run there the other night. Um, you, you were just saying about uh, a few Southerners made their way into the field. It's always good when the locals make their way in as well. I've got an idea uh, because people are really, really surprised. The prize money on offer here this week, it's $75,000 to the winner, uh, which puts it right up there amongst the top echelon of, of cups Ooh. anywhere in the country. So um, I, I think next year when, we, uh, when we're when we talking about this, I think there's going to be a lot more Southerners make their way up, maybe even from New South Wales and Victoria. Yeah, it has been a bit unfortunate with, with the Nationals on at the same time. Uh, it's been a blessing that Racing Queensland has given us uh, that prize money uh, for this year. We we have been yeah, having a lot of discussions with them over the last couple of years to hopefully get to a group one at, at some stage. But for them this year to put on uh, $75,000 to the win has just been enormous. And for those listeners that probably aren't too familiar with some of the locals up there, just talk us through a couple of the key chances um, for the local dogs up there. Probably more Peaches and Young Rob, uh, courtesy of the box draw. They've got boxes one and two. They'd be two of the leading local hopes. Yeah, definitely. They're, they're going to be hard to beat. I know more Peaches won the wild card down for the Rockhampton Cup this year, and and she was uh, straight into the Rockhampton Cup final and. Yeah, she she came out very quick the other day as well, and I think box one's going to suit her. Uh, the other local one, uh, trained by Jay Schaefer, our local trainer with Bolt Sauce, and mm-hmm. he's made the uh, wild card final, so he didn't have to go through the heats and straight into the final. And and Robert Lowndes is young Rob; he's run the quickest <laughs> time out of all the heats. And yeah, Rob always seems to get the dogs going really good this time of year around cup time, and yeah, they're definitely going to be hard to beat. Well, just on that dog of Rob Lowndes, young Rob, he's not so young anymore. He's three and a half years of age, but he ran the quickest teat, 28.43. Yeah, yeah. The last the last couple of months, uh, the dog just keeps on improving and improving. I know he's had he's had a bit of problems with the dog uh, in, in the past uh, 12 months or so with with a few injuries or whatever, but uh, he's definitely got young Rob flying at the moment. Now, before we let you uh, you gentlemen go, and thank you for your time, we might as well get a, tip, a top tip off both of you. Michael, what do you like in the final? Oh, I think Herbie will be too strong. He's just got to sit in off the pace and um, he'll just go past them, I think. That's Harris Herbie, box three, $2.70. And Gary? Yeah, I'm probably with Harris Herbie as well. I think he's definitely going to be the one to improve out of the heats. There is a lot of pace in there. I think uh, the way Izarava come out uh, last week that, yeah, if she gets in front, she might might be hard to run down as well. But, yeah, I'd probably be along the lines of Harris Herbie. Okay, both you gents with Harris Herbie, the current $2.70 favourite with Tab, that market up and running already. We'll have... Uh... We'll have the Stayers Challenge up on Thursday night. That's the other feature there on Friday night. So it's a night meeting. Really good feel. Good luck to to, uh, to both of you guys and the club. Uh, looking forward to catching up in the not-too-distant future. And we'll be talking about next year's uh, Townsville Cup. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks, guys. Much appreciated. Uh, there it was, Michael Fusco and Gary Heath, uh, the president of the Townsville Club. Good feel there Saturday, uh, Friday night, Cat. Yeah, and it's great to see these local, uh, or sorry, regional trucks getting this good prize money, attracting some of the better dogs. Obviously, a few went up this year for it. Um, you'd like to see more, but I, I guess that just is the nature of the beast with so many features going on around the country. That yeah, the nationals you know, certainly didn't help. There's no doubt a lot of uh, Queensland dogs, sorry, New, uh, 
Brisbane Dogs would have made their way up as well. But uh, I suppose the beneficiary of that is Gemma Daly, who's got two into the final, including uh, Harris Sky and Harris Herbie. We might take a short break, then we'll catch up with Gemma. Join in the fun and excitement of the Spring Racing Carnival and you could win your way to the Melbourne Cup with Ambassador Travel. With an all-inclusive trip of a lifetime for you and a friend with return economy airfares from any capital city, you'll spend five nights at the Marriott Melbourne and attend the pre-cup gala dinner at the Crown Casino. Plus, be trackside for this year's Derby Day and the Melbourne Cup. Entry is free. For more information about this not-to-be-missed experience, visit ambassadortravel.com.au. Don't slow down this winter. Come and race away those winter blues at San Domenico Stakes Day with thrilling racing, a vibrant atmosphere and award-winning hospitality. San Domenico Stakes Day, this Saturday at Rose Hill Gardens. Book now at theracers.com.au. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. Way they go, Harris Sky missed it. Fast away, Ice Saraba began. Fast to lead, pretty Cindy. Uh, in third, there was Whiskies on ice, then followed by Harris Sky. Makes up a good stack of ground, goes to third. Then followed by Sir Benjo, Ayrton next, and last of all, Mr. Original. The leader, Isaraba. Up on the inside, Harris Sky challenges. Isaraba, the leader. Right up in the inside, Harris Sky, and still kicking there's pretty Cindy. Harris Sky got up the beat. Isaraba and pretty Cindy third. Then followed by that was a brilliant Sunday. performance there by Harris Sky in the heat of the Townsville Cup last Friday and one of two runners for Gemma Daly in the final this week. And we've got Gemma on the line. Good morning to you, Gemma. It must be uh, pretty exciting to have both of them flying going into the series this week. Yeah, good morning, Kat and Jeff. It's, uh, yeah, it's definitely a great thrill to get both of them through to the final. Morning, Gemma. We just heard from Michael and Gary from the club, and, and whilst they both tip um, Harris Herbie, uh, both said, and, and rightly so, it was an enormous run by Harris Sky, but back out to box seven again this week, it's not going to be easy. It's definitely not ideal, and especially if she just hasn't been jumping, she's not showing her brilliant early speed that she was showing last year, so whether a that might help her and she can fall to the rail from seven. But look, once those lids open, we'll know what's going to happen. And let's just talk about Harris Herbie. He's the favourite for the race and he was brilliant there the other night. No doubt, though, that he could probably shave a bit of time off um, his overall time on the clock. Yeah, I was really happy with his run. He probably didn't travel up the best from Brisbane. He only travelled up the day before, so um, he should definitely improve his time in the run and box three will should hopefully suit him, you know, heading into that first corner. Now, Gemma, we, we spoke with you on Sky Channel uh, and the Sky Racing Active coverage throughout the Brisbane Carnival recently and you had uh, your kennel had a lot of success here winning some big prize money races and you commented then how it makes life a lot easier but I think most of our listeners today would be surprised that that Townsville Cup on Friday night is $75,000 to the winner. That's life-changing in itself. Oh, it's unreal, the prize money that's on offer. You know, we're all through the Winter Carnival and, and, and now on to Townsville Cup. The, the prize money that's on offer in Queensland is, is astronomical and it, it definitely helps um, run big operations, I suppose. You know, the expenses of everything is going up and um, to have the prize money there definitely gives you a lot more incentive to, to sort of keep progressing through. 
and these two as well, they're pretty sentimental to you and your partner Tarquin. You both haven't been involved in greyhound racing for that long and they're part of, I guess, the first real crop of good dogs that you guys have had. Just give our listeners a bit of a background on yourselves and how you got involved in the industry and uh, come to get these two two really good dogs. Yeah, so obviously I started off with um, Tricky, Mike Stevenson, and um, I got off, well, that's how I sort of met Tony Glover through Tricky, and um, we were on a bit of property, and he said, we'll build some raring yards, and Herbie and Herbie's litter and Sky's litter were the first two litters that I read. You know, I had them since they were sort of 13, 14 weeks old, and to go right through with them has just been, um, it's been a hell of a ride and a lot of fun, but... You know, we, we lost Tricky, unfortunately, and um, it's just how everything's worked out. It's um, to have these dogs as a foundation dog for myself and Tarquin, and it's definitely helped us um, sort of secure a property and, and um, you know, hopefully the, the next lot that comes through, they've got some pretty big shoes to fill, but, um, yeah, we've just got to hope and pray that, that they can fill half of them. Gemma, do you take greyhounds from outsiders? If somebody was listening and thought, gee, I wouldn't mind sending a dog there, um, do you take greyhounds from there? Oh, look, we always consider, you know, we we are um, at the moment in the middle of sorting through a couple of litters that have just been broken in and, and they're all sort of showing nice promising signs. But um, we're definitely open to taking outsiders, um, okay. you know, and yeah, we go from there. Gemma's actually got one of my buffets up there at the moment, Ultimate Code, who just cannot draw a box. He's got box seven up at Ipswich today. So um, she definitely, no, she does take outside dogs, but um, poor Gemma gets cursed with the box draws. So I don't know (laughs) if you, if you like wide draws, maybe send a dog to Gemma. 100%. And and on Friday night, you've got the two in the cup final, but you've also got Hara's River in the Stairs Challenge. It was enormous the other night. I know it was a little more, nearly three lengths outside the best of the night, but a terrific effort. It was a massive effort. She came from a fair way back. So um, to see her hit the line as strong as she did, uh, very happy with All right, Gemma, uh, good luck on Friday night. Have you got a pick from the two that you've got in the final, or you just don't care so long as one of them wins? Don't care so long as one of them wins. Um, obviously, Sky's got to conquer the box seven, which is not really going to help her on a corner start. But look, if she misses it, it's probably not going to be a bad thing because she'll fall straight to the rail. All right. Well, good luck there Friday night uh, with those two in the, in the Townsville Cup final and also Harbour's River in the Stairs Challenge. I've got a strong feeling that we're going to be talking to you on a regular basis given how well the kennel's flying. So good luck there uh, Friday night and we'll chat soon, Gemma. Thanks, Steph. Thanks, Kat. And good luck today, Kat. <laughs> Thank you. I think you'll need it. <laughs> yes, no. <laughs> well, you might as well tell us what race you're in today, Kat. I don't even know. Gemma might know I... what race is he in. Gemma, I don't know. He is, so I'm not sure. He's in a fourth and fifth grade heat at Ipswich. He's got box seven, I know that. Which yeah, is yeah I know that too. I saw box seven and then closed the, <laughs> closed the form guide. Thought, well, All right, Gemma, go and give him good. a pat for Kat. Oh, I'm actually in Townsville, so we've got young young Hayden going up today. So oh, okay. I'm sure he'll, he'll, uh, he's in good hands anyway. All right. Well, you have a good time up there. Race, race seven, number seven. Race seven, number seven, Ultimate Co. today. All right. Thanks, Gemma. You have a good day. Thanks, Dad. See ya.
Oh, I can't. Well, looking, I was looking through that Townsville Cup. I've had a look at the replays a few times, and it was an enormous run, Hara Sky. If she happened to get the start right, they won't see which way she went. And and I don't mind a drawn outside Isareva, who, who's a good beginner and cuts straight to the fence. No, and we do know that at her absolute best, Hara Sky does have plenty of speed. I know Gemma said she has been missing it, but obviously now she's had the two looks back there at Townsville. Um, absolutely flew around in a, a trial before the heat, so. She's up in confidence, so, you know, that makes all the difference with these little bitches. Sometimes, you know, a few knocks and it can sort of uh, take them back a little bit, regress them. But she should be jumping out of her skin this week, and I wouldn't surprise if she was to be jumping up there early with uh, Hara's Herbie. Okay, then, uh, before we close out today's show, Kat, uh, fill us in on what's going on on, well, you've mentioned Liam Mulry at Townsville on Friday night. What's doing on Saturday night for the Nationals at the Meadows? Yeah, big night. Jason Adams and myself will be trackside bringing you all the action uh, live on Sky Racing 1 and the Sky Racing Active app. And it's also going to be uh, broadcast through the Play Central on your tab app. So if uh, you want the extended coverage on Saturday night, be sure to tune in. Look forward to that. Big week in Greyhound Racing. Well, every week's a big week in Greyhound Racing. We'll get through the Nationals and then, of course, we've got the Million Dollar Chase uh, coming up soon after cat so there's plenty to talk about in the in the coming weeks good luck today at ipswich race seven number seven and looking forward to the coverage that you and jason adams are providing on saturday night